Hello everybody, to yet another episode of Mental Health Colloquy with Tolo and I am your host, Kidna Tolo, Kisitolo, Samafelelo, Sabakwena, Kirayona, Hoshradi, Yamubedi. In this week's episode, we discuss grief and these are the topics that we are going to touch on. What is grief? Normal grief versus complicated grief. Five stages of grief, which I think you guys can recall that we once discussed them in one of our previous episodes. And these five stages uh, stages of grief are by Kubler-Rose. We're also going to touch on the symptoms of grief, followed by the four tasks of grief. This is by William Wardens. And then we're going to touch on treatment for grief, which we will incorporate the self-help tips. From there, as per usual, we're going to seal off the episode nicely with Thoughtful Thursday. Okay, without wasting time, let's get right into it. Okay, so what is grief? Grief is defined as a powerful emotional and physical reaction to the loss of someone or something. It is most experienced in the context of death. And for the purpose of this episode, that is the context that we are going to stick with, right? So grief is really, it's a normal and healthy process, but... It can be associated with negative changes to physical health. And that's when complicated grief comes in because it possesses a serious um, concern to one's mental health. So for a person who doesn't really know what grief feels like, grief often feels like, um, like it comes in waves, you know. To begin with, the waves will feel intense and frequent, but over time, they tend to be spaced further apart, that is, between the waves. Therefore, you will feel um, more at ease and the grief will feel a lot more manageable. That is the normal grief. When it's complicated grief, then that's something else. And that's what we're going to get into right now. So, normal grief versus complicated grief. For the majority of individuals, the grief passes with time and persistence and the whole experience can be viewed as normal, healthy and necessary process. That would be the normal grief. However, for some individuals, this grief process is not as linear. Their grieving process becomes obstructed was set on a trajectory which will resemble a downward gradient and this is where the grief continues on an unbearable intensity for much longer than expected. So people with complicated grief, they will most probably or mostly feel like they are in the depths of grief all the time where they are overwhelmed by the intense longing for the person that they have lost. This will obviously prolong the duration of the grief experience into years and transform it from a healthy process into a serious mental issue. 
You know, some of us know grief all too well. <laughs> if you've listened to my first episode, which is the pilot episode where you get to know me as the host of this podcast, you would recall that I really struggled with my grief. I really struggled. My grief, yo, it was a lot. It was intense. Like the intensity of these waves was just unbearable and not manageable at all. I struggled for years. Um, I just couldn't come to terms with my pos- with my parents passing, you know. But um, with clinical intervention, I was able to. Firstly, it was not clinical. First, it just, it was just on this one day where, I don't know what was happening on the one day on that one day, but on that particular day, jeez, I don't know what was happening on that particular day, but somehow something you know sort of like clothed me and I came to terms with that and then only after that did I go for clinical intervention so yeah complicated grief will obviously warrant a person for clinical approach because now the grieving person will need professional intervention so to avoid the complicated grief um, from spiraling into a much deeper trauma, you know. So in hindsight, if normal grief is a is a medicine, so this is me trying to make you understand if you are not following. In hindsight, if normal grief, let's say, is a medicine, then complicated grief is a serious allergic reaction to that medicine that will require medical assistance. I hope that makes sense. So the difference between normal grief and complicated grief, in hindsight, when we make an example, (laughs) is that normal grief is medicine, right? Then complicated grief is a serious allergic reaction to that medicine that requires medical assistance. Okay, let's get into the five stages of grief by Kubler-Ross. If you guys will recall, in one of the previous episodes, we did talk about the five stages of grief, but I don't think that I quite got into each stage or what does it entail. So today, I will name the stage and briefly um, indicate what it entails. Right. Grief begins with denial. Denial is the first stage, first stage of the five stages of grief. This is when the grieving individual is just not able to process their loss or just come to terms with it. Um, They do this while they actively avoid to acknowledge what has happened or the loss. The next stage is anger. Now, this is where the denial, which is the first stage, will force the grieving individual to face it, meaning to face the loss. This will usually cause um, acute feelings of frustration and bitterness, which manifests as anger, which is the second stage of grieving. The anger could be towards the grieving individual herself or himself, or even the deceased. 
When the anger doesn't provide comfort, the grief will evolve into attempts of bargaining. That is the third stage. Bargaining is the third stage of the five stages of grief. So here, the individual will seek means to reverse the loss in return for a sacrifice. Bargaining often doesn't succeed, so the grieving individual will increasingly ruminate over the loss and start to experience feelings of guilt or despair as they consider how it could have been avoided. Uh, where the person would typically say, oh, I should have done one, two, and three. The loss wouldn't happen if I spent more time with them, if I listened to them more, that type of thing, which obviously this will lead to depression, which is the fourth stage of the five stages of grief. And then finally, um, the fifth stage is acceptance. Here, as the individual resigns to their fate, which still fundamentally um, exists in a stage of conflict with their laws. The silver lining of this otherwise bleak stage is that the individual no longer attempts to avoid, right? So, which is avoiding the, the loss or dealing with the loss. Accepting their grief through denial or bargaining, which eventually um, leads to acceptance and letting go of their laws or at least reaching a state of amnesty. So a person may ask, what are the symptoms of grief? So we are going to focus on physical, cognitive and emotional symptoms. The physical um, symptoms would be um, the grieving person will resemble the physical symptoms of depression and include loss of appetite, sleep difficulty, fatigue, physical pains, and a compromised immune system. Cognitive uh, symptoms. There'll be a sense of deassociation and distance from reality, which will be linked with feelings of disbelief concerning the loss there may be poor memory lack of focus and confusion emotional symptoms these would be depression anger guilt despair isolation anxiety hostility and hopelessness these symptoms may appear in a different combination or intensity between individuals because we are not the same and we don't respond to situations the same way, right? And then next we discuss the four tasks of grief and this is by William Wooden's model. This model of grief uses an acronym of TIA, like T. E A R, where the T is to accept the reality of the loss, E experience the pain of the loss, meaning working through the pain of grief, A 
adjusting to a new life without the lost person and r reinvent in the new reality meaning finding ways to continue an emotional connection with your loved one and the next we discuss um self-help tips for a grieving person personally i would say express your your grief i think in one of the episodes i did say that speak you know yeah i think we're talking about we was talking about the five stages of of grief was in the trauma episode where i spoke about the importance of speaking speak express your 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 grief because bottling it is really not going to to help in any way instead it's going to cause harm so express your grief whether it's with a professional or someone that you trust just make sure that you express your guilt i mean your your grief your guilt well make a memory box i'm sure you have tons of memories with this loved person whether it was you guys going for ice cream or i don't know going on trips anything anything that reminds you of that person you know if a certain perfume reminds you of that person i fedile that perfume take the the container and just put it in the memory box that can really try and ease you know the 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 emotion that comes with grieving and then share your grieving story i think when you like sharing your story or sharing your difficulty it makes it a little bit easier to carry and a little easier to manage so share your grief story tackle avoidance i know when you've lost someone you'll be in so much denial sometimes that you don't even want to come to terms with what happened you just don't want to believe the fact that this person is gone and the fact that there's nothing you can do about it makes it even worse so try and tackle avoidance try and tackle avoidance face the loss face it and deal with it now one of my favorites write a letter to your loved one tell them how you're feeling tell them how them being gone makes you feel tell them how much you miss them literally just write your heart on that letter it's going to help you feel a bit lighter and then get in touch with parts of your grief basically face all your physical symptoms face all your cognitive symptoms face all your emotional symptoms face each and every emotion that you feel and make sure that you cater for that part of your grief so that every part of your grief is on par and your healing journey doesn't get to a point of it being you know, like your normal grief doesn't turn to being an, a complicated grief because now all parts of your grief would be catered for will be attended and given the attention that they deserve right another thing 
see a bereavement counsellor. We do have bereavement counsellors. These are trained professionals and they know exactly how to tackle your emotions. They know how to help you, you know, come to terms and be able to begin your healing journey. And learn about different ways of understanding what you're going through. You know, um, healing or grief, it's not a one size fit all. So try different ways of understanding really what you're going through and how to tackle it. Talk about the life that you had with your loved one who passed away. This can help with relieving you, you know. Another thing which is very important, don't suppress your feelings of, um, not of, don't suppress your feelings and stop being strong. That is not a, a good way of processing your feelings. You are human. You have emotions. Allow yourself to just be weak sometimes. Allow yourself to be weak so that God can renew your strength. Stop being strong. I know some people have children and whatnot. If you have children, make it a norm to talk about this person who has passed on. So that you can also hear how they feel. When they know how you feel, you guys can support each other. And it just makes the whole process a lot easier for everybody. Right? Yeah, those are the self-help tips I have. Coming next is Thoughtful Thursday. Thoughtful Thursday. So before I share the quote that I took from Kubler-Ross's book about grief, um, I just want to say, you know, there is nothing and absolutely nothing that can prepare you for the pain of grief. When you lose someone, you lose a piece of you. And that's why it's so difficult to, to come to terms with the passing of, of an individual. So just know that grief is normal. It's healthy. Allow it to happen. As long as it doesn't get to a point of being complicated, then it's fine. All right. So Kubler-Ross says, and I quote, The reality is that you will grieve forever. You will not get over the loss of a loved one. You'll learn to live with it. You will heal and you will rebuild yourself around the loss you have suffered. You will be whole again, but you will never be the same. Nor should you be the same, nor would you want to be. Unquote. I fully get what Kubler means here. Like, one thing about grief, it will change you. It will change you as a person. And 
the pain that comes with losing a loved one that pain never heals like it, it's almost like it gets better with times with time but sometimes it hits you so hard as i i think i said it before that it will hit you so hard like this person died all over again you know but you know grief is it's, it's it's a journey it's a it's a process that's why we need to embrace it it's a, it's a healthy process it needs to happen it needs to happen you know the powerful feelings of grief and loss they are they are normal and natural that they they are typically not given a diagnosis like other conditions like your anxiety or your depression um so there is no right way really to grieve and unfortunately there is no quick fix nor should you be in the rush actually to get over you know the loss which you never really get over it you just learn to live with it yeah let me not rumble <laughs> because i'm just gonna lose my train of thought if i do continue here but take your time with grieving um take note of the grieving process making sure that nothing you know the negative um symptoms or the negative emotions don't get out of hand where they start consuming you and your normal grief changes from being normal to being complicated um, and if it's complicated and it's not dealt with it can lead to other things like depression and if depression is not dealt with we all know what that can possibly lead to so yeah your loved one is there they're looking down on you they love you you carry them in your heart i know some days are difficult than others but we are all here to to help each other we are all here to help each other we are never by ourselves although sometimes our feelings can make us feel that way but we are never by ourselves we have tons of people who love us that's why it's important to talk speak Alrighty, my darlings, that is um, the end of today's episode of Mental Health Colloquy with Tsulu. I'll catch you guys on on the next one. <laughs> it just tells Uti it's time. It's time. <laughs> I'll see you guys on the next one. Until then, keep well and God bless. <laughs>